0: InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. You might think of the typical American consumer as somebody who goes to the mall, browses around, and buys some stuff on a whim. But one expert says consumers in today's society are becoming far more sophisticated in their decision-making, and it's something that business people, marketers, and anyone who's interested in today's world should know about. To discuss this fascinating topic, let's welcome Patricia Martin to InfoTrack. How are you?
1: Hi, Chris.
0: Well, you're the author of Ren Gen: Renaissance Generation, The Rise of the Cultural Consumer and What It Means to Your Business. And you're an expert on this new marketplace of consumers. So to start out here, what has changed? What has made consumers different than the cheap that they used to be. What would you say is the difference today?
1: You're not only seeing a more empowered consumer, you're seeing the big shift from consumers becoming, first of all, in the 50s and 60s, they were consumers of products. 70s and 80s and into the 90s, they were consumers of messages. So, you know, you'd see people who would watch the Super Bowl just for the ads and critique them the next day around the water fountain. Now what you're seeing is consumers who not only consume products, consume messages, but they are now so producing messages. So the cycle of information has come full circle.
0: So this obviously has really changed the landscape for anybody who's trying to sell something to consumers. They're no longer the only ones in charge of the message that's going out there. The consumers are really controlling things at this point.
1: Yes, and, and what you see in a renaissance is a huge outpouring of creativity from all ranks, people of all sizes and stripes. You don't have to be a Michelangelo, for instance, to be putting your YouTube video out for the world to see. So this huge outpouring of creativity, whether it's people having blogs, everybody has an audience today. My daycare worker has a, a list of 250 people and she sends us product recommendations from everything from car seats to movie recommendations.
0: Wow. I also read that the number of blogs is doubling every six months. Something ridiculous like that. I mean, there's so many messages out there. Can anybody really follow all of that? I mean, is there just a sea of noise out there?
1: Well, there is a sea of noise, except, and, and this is, again, uh, has to be a standard feature of any Renaissance. There has to be a facilitating medium for all of this creativity. And if we look back to the Italian Renaissance, it was the Roman roads. For us, it's the Internet. So believe it or not, people can aggregate. And you find that there are hits just as there are sleepers. But no matter what, you can find an audience, whether it's large or small.
0: You did a lot of research in writing this book. Sixty-five percent of Americans say reading is their number one leisure activity. That's kind of surprising. That's very encouraging to see that. Sixty-eight percent of the American public are interested in independent film. Half the population attends cultural events frequently, 1.9 cultural events a month. You're saying people are way more sophisticated than business gives them credit for.
1: The most important thing that people need to understand about this shift is in a Rand Gen, what you want to have happen is you want those niches to pop up and you want to speak to them authentically the hard part about it is it's not efficient, you know. So the efficiencies of the post-industrial model, if you will, of advertising is that you could just lay a broad swath across the country and say, all of these folks, they're all going to buy into this message. Let me just give you an example, Chris, of where somebody got really clever and smart. They were pioneers in figuring out that maybe people weren't so dumb. Absolute Vodka. They had a funny-looking bottle and knew they needed to take sort of a funny-looking approach, and they launched the whole Absolute campaign 10 years ago. Not only did that campaign, which was aimed at giving people a little more credit for being smart and cultural, not only did they become the number one vodka in America, they literally crushed a category. Beer manufacturers woke up one day, this was two years ago, and discovered they had lost 53% of their market share to vodka.
0: Now, while consumers are doing YouTube videos and blogs, aren't we seeing big business starting to kind of do their own YouTube videos and blogs and pretending to be consumers advising other consumers? I mean, I'm starting to hear about that.
1: Yes, that's happening. But, you know, here's the trick of it. When you have really sophisticated consumers... They can smell something inauthentic, and they will punish you for that. So being authentic and actually being a little grainier Mm -hmm. as opposed to very slick serves you better. This is an audience that will actually accept imperfection as long as it feels honest to them rather than slick and smooth. We're
0: talking on InfoTrack with Patricia Martin, author of RenGen, Renaissance Generation, The Rise of the Cultural Consumer and What It Means to Your Business. Patricia, somebody who's in this renaissance generation, do they have to be a certain age, or is it really more of a mindset?
1: The large outpouring is coming from the younger members of this sector, but it's true that it's a mindset. So you can see boomers who are adopting this, and so that's what you are seeing playing out.
0: It's always been said Americans want instant gratification. It seems like it's hyper-instant now. Are we all spoiled at this point? It can't get much faster than it is, I don't think, with the Internet, or can it?
1: <laughs> well, you know, every year I continue to be astounded, not only at how fast things move, but my own love of impatience. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> However, a beautiful experience always can be sold at a premium in the Rand Gen. So
0: speed is not a factor. With
1: not that. always. So, for instance, one of the trends that I found the most fascinating is there has been more foot traffic, to historical sites, museums, art galleries, public libraries, than all the professional sporting events in the United States, including auto racing. Hmm. And that's a three-to-one foot traffic difference. Wow. Now, what does that say? That means that people are willing to take a day and take their children to a zoo or an aquarium or a historical site. I think what we're seeing is people are reserving their time. And they're reserving it more wisely?
0: We've been talking about Rengen Renaissance Generation and the rise of the cultural consumer. Any last words of wisdom for our listeners about this topic? Any you know, takeaway thoughts you can share?
1: Yes, I think if you're sitting out there wondering how you can jump in and even if you have a small business or even if you're just a consumer, I think here's what's going to be important on the horizon. First of all, if you have children, this economy, the Rengen economy, will reward people who are creative and people who can take positive critique and give it. So any kind of after-school activity you can get your kid into, where they're allowed to voice their own opinion, create their own stuff, but they also learn to take criticism they're going to find jobs when they come out i interviewed a guy from pixar and he says he looks for people who can draw well and are sociable in taking critique interesting so it's huh. uh, um that that's something you should consider and you should also consider the people who are, who are going to win out are people who have ideas and the people who have ideas are keeping their brains fit so just as you're working out Go into the health club. Think about joining a book club or sort of using your smarts, because that will be the currency in the RenGen as ideas.
0: Ren Gen Renaissance Generation, The Rise of the Cultural Consumer and What It Means to Your Business. Patricia Martin is the author. You have a website, right?
1: I do. dot com.
0: TheRenGen.com. Check it out. Well, thanks, Patricia, so much for joining us today. Thank you,
1: Chris. It was a delight. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.